This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. there and welcome to the sonic society we're your host jack ward and david alt hey hello there hello and each week we bring the very best in eclectic modern audio drama and tonight's no exception we got episode two of strangeness in space and a company we haven't heard from in a long time on the sonic society dream realm enterprises hooray from jonathan patrick russell that's the folks who brought us robots the company they have a new series don't they david they do. It's called polygloms. That's right. So we and we... you you may well hear someone that you know on there hmm. as well. Danny Cutler. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not who you had in mind, though. I'm assuming. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, there's loads gots going on in the Sonic Society website. I just want to say before we get right into it, whenever I have two minutes to rub together, I get a post or two up. Um, the latest is audio erotica, so some conversations on erotic audiobooks and narrations. Uh, and I threw up the audio drama rating system uh, there. This is something we could probably talk about in the future. We're always so sh- short for time, but I know. Maybe I know. you should stop packing this show full of fantastic audio drama. Yeah, let's just make it the I... the Jack and David show. <laughs> <laughs> There's another really interesting one called Codename Cygnus you might want to try, and it's an app you can download, and it's sort of a pick-your-own-path adventure, but it's all voice-activated. So Ooh. you are Cygnus, so they'll tell you, you know, what do you want to do, and you just sort of say left and right and attack and stuff like that. And it's sort of a, a James Bondish kind of storyline, so it's kind of fun. It's all audio, too. Sounds good, yes. Yes, uh, we have a little post on bringing back the transatlantic accent. I don't know if you know of that one. Oh yes, yes. Uh, there's a, a there was a, someone called uh, Lloyd Grossman mm. over here who used to do cookery shows and uh, a, a show called Through the Keyhole where he went and looked mm. at, at at various celebrity houses. Mm. Um, and he now has his own range of pasta sauces and things like that. So oh. yes, he is very famous for his transatlantic accent. Oh, cool! I uh, used to do a, 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 an impression of him as well. That well, it was very huge back in the early days of Hollywood, um, because it was it was actually taught to American uh, students in sort of the upper crust schools, and because it was so good for articulating that they it became the standard for old time radio. So you'll hear that a lot in old time radio in America with this sort of transatlantic accent. So. We might be thinking of slightly different transatlantic accents then. Yes, we might. Uh, yes, because it... the one that I'm thinking about oh. <laughs> sounds a little bit like this. No, that's a little different. That's a little yes. different. <laughs> if you think of Catherine Hepburn and that f- sort of fast pace where they where they ha- clip the T's and they drop the R's and oh, oh, yes. oh rather yes. really, you know, that kind of short mm. form stuff. That's that's mm. what it is in America. They also call it the mid Atlantic accent, but I think translating was the most popular of that. So mm. also the Chatterbox Audio Theater, they have a call for new writers. That ends at the end of this month, so you got about a week if you want to get some writing into Chatterbox Audio Theater. Yes. But for now, well, we should yes. really get right into the show. Absolutely, the polygloms will not be kept waiting. (laughs) So let us start off with Dream Realm Enterprises Polygloms 1, 2, and 3, and right into Strangeness in Space, Part 2, right here on the Sonic Society. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. 
This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Let me begin by stating clearly that I had nothing to do with the narrative of which you are about to hear. Nothing whatsoever. So, don't shoot the messenger. <coughs> anyway, you are listening to the very first ever episode of this series of short sketch comedy that we like to call Polyglons. This episode is entitled A Day in the Life of Polyglums and was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. Welcome, friends, to the planet Glum, the home of some very strange little creatures called polyglums. What is a polyglum, you ask? <laughs> I've asked that same very question several times since being asked to introduce and narrate the show. I actually put it a lot less user-friendly. Like, what the f*** is a polyglum? And why the f*** am I the one chosen to talk about them? But I digress. We're here, and I have been chosen. And I agreed to do it, so it's on me now. A polyglom is a strange race of small beings that are really not so different from yourselves. In fact, they live in homes quite similar to yours. They go to work five days a week, they eat, they sleep, they watch television. Though, they don't call it that, they call it true vision for some strange reason, but still use the shortened term TV. So, you see, they are not so different as you, dear listener. But they are strange, as you will see. Um, or, uh, rather, here. We begin by visiting the plums of Vargas Street. Jane Plum is the wife. Oh, she is a bit different from what you may be expecting. You see, on this particular part of the planet Plum, things are a bit different indeed, to say the least. You see, the males are actually female. And the females are actually male. I know it's very confusing, even for us, but we hope not for long, as you listen in. And trust me, the rest of the planet isn't quite as messed up as this place. Messed up, but not quite as bad as this. Anyway, it's still pretty messed up, but only relatively speaking. Anyhow, now meet the head of household, Jane Plum, his wife Todd, their son David, and their young daughter, Superfly. I know what you're thinking, and those are some pretty offensive words. Shame on you! And now, without further delay, our story begins. Huh! Isn't it just a bit loud in here? I can't hear myself think! What did you say, dear? I can't hear you over all this noise. Uh, that's my point! Oh, hang on. I'll turn this off. David, you turn that TV down. Uh, Mom, it's a championship show. The championship's a lot Your mother told you to turn that down. So, turn it down. Uh, Alright. David, where is your brother? He said he'd help me clean the house. I'm a housekeeper. How should I know? Hang on, I'll call for him. Superfly! Coming, Dad. Where have you been, young man? I was reading an article on the weather, Dad. What's a bypass? It's, um, a structure or road that is built to bypass an undesired area. Also known as a freeway. Why do you ask? Well, I was just reading about this bypass they are building here. And never mind. You were supposed to be down here helping your mother clean, not wasting your time on that computer of yours, chatting with your friends on Facebook. But, Dad... I don't want to hear any excuses, young man. You have work to do. But, Dad... Superfly, you heard your father. Just get to work cleaning the house. Oh, all right. Um, but I don't really see the point. Never you mind, Danny. You just finish your chores, okay? Oh, sure. Why not? Oh, I'll get it. Yes? May I help you? Hello there, um, madame. I am Construction Chief Tabitha Harley of the Planetary Construction Commission. I regret to inform you that your neighborhood has been chosen as one to be demolished to make way for a planetary bypass. It, uh, what? 
Yes, that's right. We're getting set to disintegrate your entire neighbourhood to make way for this new freeway system that will stretch all across the length and breadth of the entire planet Glum. Isn't that marvellous? Marvellous? But, but, what about my family? I'm afraid they'll have to go. Sorry, sir. Them's the brakes. The brakes? But, but, you're condemning an entire family, nay, an entire neighbourhood of families to death just to build this bypass? Well, you've got to build bypasses, haven't you? I mean, they're so convenient for, uh, bypassing things. Look, the plans for this bypass have been on display in your local planning department for quite some time, madame. Uh, I mean, sir, or is it... No, never mind. I can assure you that the plans have been there on display for all to see. Mm, yeah, that's great. Uh, so, you see, you've had ample time to move out of this area and find new homes. Now, stop belly aching. I have a job to do. But wait! When exactly were these plans made available at the planning department? At least 25 hours ago, sir, or madame. But, but, that's outrageous. That's less than a day here on Glum. Not my problem. You can have a complaint, I suggest you take it up with the city council. And that'll help, will it? Not a job. Oh well, toodle-pip. Toodle-pip? Toodle-pip, he says. That's just not very helpful. And still not my problem. Good day, sir or madame. So... What was all that about, dear? It was some idiot saying they're building a bypass through our neighborhood. That's what I was reading about. Apparently, we're all going to die. I'm still watching Thought Wars. I want to know who wins. And I'm still going to puberty. I, I at least had hoped to have a decent pair of breasts before I died. Can't we do something, Jane? Apparently not. Oh, well... Goodbye, everybody. Is that Say, Todd? Goodbye? Well, no, actually. I just wish I had time to take a really good sh- about polygons. Assuming you don't just send us tons of hate mail, we'll have another episode for you soon. <laughs> you poor schleps. You have been listening to the first ever episode of Polygloms, A Day in the Life of Polygloms, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. And let me assure you that none of what you've just heard is typical of the rest of the series. This was just a pilot for a new sketch comedy short show that can be anything or nothing to, well, whoever happens to be listening. You have been warned. This show starred, in order of appearance, Victor Aurelius as Jane Plum, Deborah Adams as Todd Plum, Kay Wu as David Plum, Jeff Niles as Superfly Plum, male or female, you may ask, we ain't Ellen, uh, David Alt as Tabitha Hanley, yes, that's David Alt as Tabitha Hanley, just to make that clear. The theme tune and the incidental music throughout was composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was none other than Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series, Polygloms, Polygloms, was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell. And the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Well, unless you ask us nicely. We might let you hear it. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. That is darkbuilding spelled out. One, the number, the digit one, at yahoo.com. Hope that's clear for you folks. We were just having a laugh during the making of this audiogram. That's all. So join us soon when we will be presenting another insane episode of Polygloms, which will be entitled, What Scares a Polyglom? And believe you me, you won't want to miss that one. Unless, of course, you just hated the one you've just heard. In which case, you can just f*** right off. Until then, this is the Creditor, as always, asking you to please stay tuned. 
This program is copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by none other than, none other than, <laughs> Dream Realm Enterprises. I have not been drinking, not one drop. I'm a robot, I don't do that. Anyway, this program is copyright 2015, I'll get it right this time, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by none other than Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues. Remember, Dream Realm Enterprises is a not-for-profit organization. What we do, we do for you, our fans. So help us to keep flying, won't you? Visit our website at dreamrealmsite.com, as if I haven't said that often enough, and find that donate button. It's through PayPal, so it's as easy as hitting a polyglom on the head. Thanks, fans, for your support, as always. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Listening to Polygloms, Episode 2, What Scares a Polygon, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. which means there's lots of dust and spiderwebs and so on. <laughs> to be expected. Hmm. Not much going on. Hey, well, what did you expect? I don't know. Um, haunted house? Um, maybe uh, some ghosts? Ghosts, yeah. Sure. But do you imagine... They appear on demand? 
I mean, this ain't a bleeding swamp meat, you know. Right. I suppose that's a good point. Oh my god! What? What's that? Oh, it's only my pet owl. Snarky the owl. Snarky the owl? You, you named your owl Snarky the Owl? Yeah, you know, thought it was, um, Snarky. <laughs> right. The new bypass project is pretty cool, huh? Yes, it's, um, going to be, uh, very convenient. Yes, exactly. Very convenient. Why? <laughs> it's it's a witch. Nah, just my gran in the next room. She's watching her favorite comedy show. It's that one about robots. You know the one I mean. <laughs> oh, uh, the 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 one with the planet. Yeah, that's the one. Hilarious. Ish. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I suppose it's all right. I really liked it. Cleaning droid was on it. That's when it was still good. It's been total crap since he left the show. Ooh, uh, I I know what you mean. What in the name of? No, no, no worries. I just dropped me pet rock. Nothing to worry about, go. Oh, right. So, uh, um, uh, this isn't. Really a haunted house, then, is it? I... <clears throat> All right. You got me. It isn't haunted, I'm afraid. Then why let me go on thinking that it is? Passed the time, didn't it? Well, uh, don't that just beat all? <laughs> I'm going to go, then. Um, stop in again sometime for a nice cup of tea, eh? Hmm, I... I might just do that. Later. Have a nice day. Good luck with the, um, bucket list thingy. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, toodles. What a nice bloke. Ah, it's a ghost! A scary ghost! It really is a haunted house! <laughs> Episode number two of Polygloms. What scares a polyglom? Written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. This show starred in order of appearance. Jonathan Patrick Russell as Benji, the haunted house owner, and Jeff Niles as Blunt, the bucketless guy. The theme tune and the incidental music throughout was composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles, the sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Polygloms was created by that guy, Jonathan Patrick Russell. How many times can I say his name in the credits? We'll see. It's a tally. You tell us. How many times did we say it? Anyway, the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Well, but if you ask nicely, you'll get to do it anyway. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you certainly may do so, and it is indeed encouraged. So email us at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. That's darkbuilding spelled out with the numeral 1 at yahoo.com. 
we were working on our bucket list during the making of this audiogram. <laughs> Join us soon when we will be presenting yet another thoroughly enjoyable episode of Polygloms, which will be entitled The Credit Bureau. And believe you me, you won't want to miss that. Until then, this is the creditor as always, asking you to please stay tuned. This program is copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. are listening to Polyglums, episode number three, The Credit Bureau, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. help you, sir? I do hope so. How may I be of service? This is the Glum Credit Bureau, correct? Yes, sir. Are you here to apply for some credit? Indeed, I am. Excellent. May I have your name? Polyglom. No, I think sir is mistaken. I'm aware that you are a polyglom. We're on a whole planet full of polygloms, sir. Yes, I am aware of this. Then, perhaps sir would be so kind as to provide sir's name. Sir's whole name. The Polyglom. Your name is The Polyglom. I mean, seriously. That's right. That is correct, young man. That is my name. Sir is certain that he doesn't have another name, like, for instance, Mark Smith, or Martin Jones, or Sir Walter Floppybottoms, or something along those lines? You know, a normal type name? Oh, I assure you, my name, whether you consider it to be normal or not, is indeed the Polyglom. Right. Okay. How does Sir spell that? The, all capital letters, T-H-E. All capital letters. I see, Sir. And then, of course, Polyglom, which is P. Oh. There's no need to spell that out, sir. I do know how to spell polyglom, thank you. Are you certain, young man? Quite certain, sir, thank you. As I happen to be of the species of polygloms, I do know how to spell that. Right. So you are applying for credit today. What type of credit would you be applying for, sir? I'd like to apply for credit for the creation of the universe. Oh. Well. Okay, never heard of that one before. <laughs> I took you by surprise there, eh? I can see it in your face. I can safely say that Sir has taken me by surprise from the moment Sir opened Sir's mouth. Excellent. I like being surprising. I don't doubt it, Sir. Now, how will you prove your claim? Well, I mean, I just did. I created the universe. I see. And I am to take your word alone on that, am I? I mean, sir, has no other proof? Well, I am God, you know. God, sir? Yes, you know, Lord and creator of everything. That fellow you're meant to worship and pray to. That sort of thing. Ah, I see, sir. Well, we do need proof, you see. I mean, how can I take your word alone? This is the Credit Bureau, sir. We can't just give credit to anyone who walks in off the street, no matter how interesting their claim may be. But God demands faith. To ask proof is blasphemy, you know. Sir, I'm sorry, but life just isn't quite that simple. We cannot give credit unless there is some sort of proof of the claim. I see. So there's no convincing you just by my word alone, eh? I'm an official of the state, sir. I'll need a bit more to go on than your word. 
Have you any way to prove your claim at all, sir? Well, I suppose I could turn you into a frog. <laughs> a frog, sir? Really? That's the best you can come up with? Well, what else did you have in mind, young man? I mean, if you're God and all, why not just bribe me with, say, a trillion polyglom dollars deposited directly into my bank account, sir? Just like that? As sir says, just like that, sir, yes. And that's all it would take? I mean, you'd accept my claim with a bribe? Of course, sir. I mean, do you know how much they pay me, a miserable credit clerk? Not much, I'd imagine. Well, in fact, I don't have to really imagine at all. After all, I am God. I do know everything. <laughs> uh, well then, sir? Yes, all right. You've got a deal. Just a moment, sir, while I check my online banking website. Well, is it all in order, young man? Well, yes. I seem to be rich. Excellent. Your claim has been approved, sir. I grant you credit for creating the universe. I knew you'd say that. Of course you did, sir. Of course you did. been listening to Polygons, episode number three, The Credit Bureau, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. This show starred, in order of appearance, David Alt as the clerk, and Jonathan Patrick Russell as the Polyglom. The theme, tune, and incidental music throughout was composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Polygloms was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is directly prohibited. Well, unless you ask nicely, and then we'll let you do it anyway. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you certainly may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. That's darkbuilding spelled out with the numeral 1 at yahoo.com. You get it, dummy. We were giving credit where credit is due during the making of this audiogram. Join us soon when we will be presenting yet another thoroughly enjoyable episode of Polygloms, which will be entitled What Cheers a Polyglom, and will be our festive holiday edition of the program. With that in mind, believe you me, you won't want to miss it. Until then, this is the creditor, as always, asking you to please stay tuned. program is copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues. I'm floating in a most peculiar way, because it's time for Strangeness in Space! <laughs> Hello, listeners. Welcome to Strangeness in Space, sponsored by Thorleys. <coughs> Apologies for the cough. Good job I have some Thorleys cow liver linked us. 100% pure liquefied cow liver. Mmm, linktitious. Fortunately, in space, no one can hear you cough. So now, let's join our heroes. Interior, spaceship, deep space, circling above the planet Mirth. Ooh, I'd be well, Dizzy. And so a billionth of a meter is a nanometer. Nanometer? Is that for measuring old ladies? <laughs> Negative. A nanometer exists on the atomic scale. 
0.1 nanometers is called an angstrom. This powdered space juice tastes different. Not bad, though. Yeah, I know. Kind of addictive. Boys, are you listening? You need to know this stuff. Affirmative. Survival in space requires knowledge beyond Earth-based 1980s pop fashion. Exactly. So now Lemon's going to teach you quadratic equations. Ooh, it's like being back at school. Yeah, give us a break. We're 27 years old. 27 years old? <laughs> the age-defying wonders of audio drama. <coughs> anyway. Let's fast forward the maths lesson while I have some more Thorley's cow liver linters. Man, that hits the spot! Interior, spaceship, maths lesson, quadratic equations. In America, they don't say maths, they say math because they don't have the letter S. And so, if Px plus Q equals zero, how do we determine the power of P? <laughs> he said the power of P. <laughs> oh no! Space juice hiccups. <laughs> That's weird. What is that? A myoclonic jerk. I know he is, but what's that noise? A myoclonic jerk is an involuntary contraction of the human diaphragm. He means a hiccup. Warning! Malfunction detected in biomolecular subframe. Really? RAC? Royal Automobile Club. Oh, sorry. I meant OMG! What's up? Biosensors are transmitting myoclonic jerk data directly to the system's motion stabilizers. English, please. Simon's got hiccups and now the ship's got hiccups too. <laughs> but that's just funny, isn't it? Negative. Continued biomolecular malfunction will cause eventual total system failure. English, please. If we don't stop Simon's hiccups, we're all going to die! <coughs> Trev! Whoa! What's up with you two? It's the powdered space juice. We were out of water. So what did you mix it with? Evaporated space milk. Really? It tastes better than it sounds. <gasps> Simon! Sorry, I can't stop. <coughs> Trev! Nor can I. <coughs> Chances of complete system failure shutdown, 89% and rising. Everyone, stay calm. Trev, Simon, deep breaths. Unexpected flatulence detected. Not me. Not me. Sophie. Sophie. Sorry, I, I only had a little sip. I love evaporated space milk. Oh, sorry. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> sorry. System overload. All human gas emissions must stop. <coughs> I, I can't, can't stop. stop. to our more sensitive listeners. If only they had a tube of Thorley's Windy Wonders. I always keep them handy for such emergencies. Oh, <laughs> there she blows. Thorley's Windy Wonders. Wonderful for windy ones. Now, back to the action. Interior. Pod launch area. Oops, we're all at it today. Okay, Lemon, we're suited up, buckled in, and ready for launch. Atmospheric data off the scale. System failure imminent. We better go quick. Just hope we find a cure on planet Mirth. Back soon, Lemon. Hold tight, boys. Launching pod in three, two, one. <laughs> Ex
planet Mirth. Moments after pod landing, they'll be glad to open a window. Bikers, I do hope this ends well. As I'm pleased to report, has my cough almost completely gone? I say almost. Nothing that another drop of Thorley's cow liver linctus won't fix. Slam dunk. Back to the action. Exterior. Hell's Angles HQ. Later. I went out with the biker once until I found out he used stabilizers. Okay, I'll be the one who lets one of you do all the talking. Sophie? Wusses. Silence, humanoids! Show respect to our leader! How can I help? I'm Sophie. This is Trevor Simon. Gosh. I'm Atrocious Kenosius. Like Evil Knievel? Never heard of him. 
It's just a scary name to keep everyone on their toes. My real name's Jim Goose. So, you don't kill humanoids, then? No. <laughs> That's just our little joke. Oh, <laughs> good one. Well, Jim, uh, atrocious, we're here to find a cure. A cure? For what? Ah, <laughs> uh, that. You should see a doctor. Well, I used to have a doctor. Who? Can't remember his name now. Never mind. You've come to the right place. We have five doctors here. They're known as The Five. Why The Five? Because they only see you for five minutes. No. Because they're all ex-members of 90s boy band Five. Everybody get up singing. One, two, three, four, five will make you get down now. Baby, bring it on, bring it on now! No. Oh. Um, actually, all five doctors are just round the corner from here on Harley Davidson Street. <laughs> like it. What are their names? They're Doctor Where, Doctor When, Doctor What and Doctor Why. But that's only four. Never ask about the fifth. <laughs> you should start with Doctor Where. Where? I told you, Harley Davidson Street now. Mustache. I've got a Hell's Angle initiation ceremony to attend. Horrible Canorable has to eat 14 sparrows in 41 nanoseconds. <laughs> TTFN! a sparrot? A space parrot. Come on, let's find where. Exterior, Harley Davidson Street. After a short walk. Sounds well, Grim. <laughs> let's find a cure and get out of here quick. This town is hideous. Hideous can hideous. <laughs> This looks like Dr. Ware's place. Dr. Wynn, what can I do for you? Actually, we're looking for Dr. Ware. He'll see you at quarter past. Where? Sorry, I only know when. Why? Why is on holiday. What? Dr. What? She's next door along. Oh, great. When doesn't know where Ware is, only when, and why is away. And when's Ware going to see us anyway? Quarter past what? What's next door? Let's try him then. We're looking for Dr. Ware. What? Where? When told us to see what? What? Where's Ware? What? 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 Next door. Thank you. Goodbye. This is ridiculous. Ooh. That's a scary door. Door? How can a door be scary? Doctor's house. Moments later. I'd have run a mile, Defo. What a delightful surprise. I don't get many patients, you know. Mm, no kidding. You must be... Yes. The one you were warned not to ask about. Who? Who indeed. <laughs> now, what's the problem? <laughs> Ah, a good dose of scarifium should cure the lot of you. Scarifium? That sounds like a lonely cure hiccup. Oh no, my dears. Scarifium is so much more than that. Scarifium is the cure for everything. After scarifium, there is nothing. <laughs> Prepare to be scarified. <laughs> Oh, 
cured? <laughs> Sorry. What? You failed to succumb to the cure? Oh no, I adore the cure. The Love Cats is a top tune. I like Friday, I'm in love. Boys, don't cry is the best. Come on, Trev, come on, Simon. Let's go! Not so fast. We haven't moved yet. No one leaves Dr. Scarifium surgery alive. I don't think he's quite got the hang of the whole doctor thing. It's official. He's a psycho! Let's get out of here! Let the killing commence! Just don't call me Jim in front of my gang again. <laughs> oh, still not found a cure then? No, and we can't return to our ship until we have, or it'll explode. Oh, well, try these. Thorley's Windy Wonders. Coming handy at initiation ceremonies. 14 sparrots in 41 nanoseconds can cause serious indigestion. Horrible can horrible, we're very grateful. <gasps> Brilliant! Here you go, boys. They, they work! work. Oh, thanks, atrocious. Thought stuff like this only existed on planet Earth. Where did you get them? From the narrator. What? It's true. I gave them to him. Sorry. Was that a bit naughty? Yes. Oh, dear. Because I broke the conventions of audio drama. No, because you could have given them to us way back in scene seven. Oh, sorry. Made for a fun episode, though. Now... How about we wrap things up with a quick goodbye? Good idea. Bye, Bye Jim. Jim. Atrocious! Sorry. Oh, and Jim Rocious, um, just one more thing. Leave it. Well, it's just the Hell's Angles thing. Oh, we are proud to be Angles. Angles! 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 Yeah, it's just that... Do you not think it might be better if you were Hell's... Angels? Levels normal. Biomolecular sensors corrected. Disaster avoided. Good job, everyone. Affirmative. Here, I think we all deserve a nice cup of powdered space tea. Mmm, thanks. Ah, that tastes good. Our secret ingredient. Eh? We're out of fresh milk, so we use powdered space cheese. Bottoms up. We've 
quite enough of that for one episode. Thank you. As for me, thanks to Thorley's cow liver linctus, my cough has completely gone. <laughs> oh, typical. Oh, well. Good job I have a box of Thorley's tender tissues. Luxuriously lanolin-lined. When your nose has an issue, you need Thorley's tender tissues. Join me again, dear listeners, for the next thrilling episode of... Strangeness in Space! You've been listening to Strangeness in Space, Episode 2, written by Trevor Neal and Simon Hickson, also starring Trevor and Simon with Sophie Aldred, David Annan as Jeremy, Barnaby Edwards as Lemon, Dean McKeegan as Bounty Flightingale, Sarah Madigan as Maddie, also introducing Carol Cleveland as Dr. Wen, Peter Guinness as Dr. Scarifium, and Rufus Hound as Atrocious Kenosius. It's being produced by me, Claire Eden, with a soundscape designed by Dave Polzer. Strangeness in Space is crowdfunded, so if you've enjoyed the episode, please spread the word any way you can. Even things like leaving a review on iTunes can really help. If you'd like to be part of making episode 3 happen, go to strangenessinspace.com and find out how. Here are the people who bought the In Space Everyone Can Hear Your Name perk, and now we can. Welcome aboard, Mirthlings. Andrew Sierra. Caroline Wakem. Isabella Cousins Charles and Heather Martin Bex Bellingham Miranda Dickinson Mavi Vasquez Matt Dale Derek Mantle Annette B. Erling Amy Moon Timothy Riggs SRP At Red or Brown Sauce Glyn and Judith Jackson Sue and Randy Cook Pat Hickson Java Junkie and the Ninja Crafter Dana Neat Cheryl and Eric Richardson Dan and Nick K.M. Tony Eden Eliza and Billy Douglas Mo Ormond So that's this week's show. Thank you very much for listening. And, uh, of course, if you want to find out more, then you can check us out in all of the usual uh, places, uh, such as the website, sonicsociety.org. There's also YouTube, where you can look for us there. Mm -hmm. Twitter, you've got us at Sonic Society, at Jack Jamie Ward, and at Astro Tour 2010. Mm -hmm. I really ought to change that because it's five years since I went on my Astro Tour. Can you believe it? <laughs> the Astro Tour never ends. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you look us up on Facebook, then you can you can find us at the Sonic Society, but also with the audio drama Lovers Group, etc. Mm -hmm. Apparently, we also have an Instagram. Ginny tells us so. That's Did pretty we really? good. Really? <laughs> yes. And this Thursday, I believe, is the Americans' uh, famous Thanksgiving Day. We had ours a month ago, but they have them this weekend. So happy, happy Turkey Day for all you Americans out there. Yes, and and we British still stay resolutely ungrateful for everything. <laughs> But we're grateful to have you with us each week, David, and we'll see all of oh, you, you. <laughs> next time here on the Sonic Society. Until then, I'm Jack Ward. And I'm David Alt. Good night. Good night. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. 
Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. David Alt, David Alt, every morning you greet me. There you are. <laughs> it's like waiting for it to come up. There are many things that we can all do that may help stop the spread of the coronavirus. But one thing we can all do is to have a plan in case you do get sick. First, consult with your healthcare provider for more information about monitoring your health for symptoms suggestive of COVID-19. Second, stay in touch with others by phone or email. You may need to ask for help from friends, family, neighbors, community health workers, or more if you become sick. And finally, determine who can care for you if your caregiver gets sick. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone. <laughs>